Welcome to the Talking Small Podcast, where we make that podcast platinum. Samurai Deli, put him viewers in. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of Talking Small Podcast. We're in the Garden District. I'm with Uncle Al. It's been this, a while. This is your host, the executive producer extraordinaire, your boy Harley, and podcast guest, Fitness Joe, who, breaking news, finally got his abs. Joe, how you doing, buddy? Feeling good. Working with a three-week-old around the house. A little bit of sleep here and there. Feeling good otherwise. You want to get political right off the bat, Joe, and and say that uh, thanks to, you know, 45, Donald Trump Jr. for giving you, how many weeks do you get off paid? Uh, As a federal government employee-ish, I get 12 weeks paid paternal leave, maternity leave to some. So, yeah, thanks, 45. Appreciate it. Damn. So much for him being a... A far-right Republican. Yeah, it's not exactly the most conservative policy, but I will take it. Yep, and uh, just speaking of being taken, LaMelo Ball goes to play with MJ in the uh, Charlotte Hornets, so uh, congrats to that franchise for getting another garbage player. (laughs) So speaking of uh, one of the greats, I I think we need to start right off the bat with one of the segments that we don't like to – have but we gotta honor the best to ever do it a lot of candidates this week since it's been since it's been a while we got a lot of a lot of people to choose from you want to lead off harley i i think the who is the best to ever do it alex trebek is gotta be my number one choice absolutely love watching jeopardy i love that he gives the sass he's such an asshole and you know what i'd probably i'd probably want to react just like him for most of those stories so i love alex trebek thank you trebek for all your great words and for the final time you can suck it yeah he had the ultimate arrogance about him you know he had all the answers right in front of him and he let you know it he made you feel dumb that you didn't know the answers uh of course you fucking knew him they were on the sheet he had his put his French pronunciations and, you know, he's a man of many languages from, I I think he was from Canada. So uh, the man fought pancreatic cancer for a couple of years, right? Put up a good battle. What did he end up dying at, like 80 or 81? 80. Died at 80. Yeah. Without a doubt, the best to ever do it. Uh, You know, I got a question for you guys. Are you uh, Trebek with or without the stash? What is mustache? Always. Yeah, you got to go stash. It's iconic. Stash and fro. For sure. For sure. Yeah, I was very, very disappointed. I've watched a lot of uh, Jeopardy in the past week or so. And I will have to tell you that Ken Jennings, kind of a fraud. So they had a lot of his uh, his very first episode on. He uh, he should have lost. He he didn't get final jeopardy. He just happened to 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 win based on bets. 
Now after that he dump trucked, but I, 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 Ken Jennings is almost a one of the best to ever do it that would have never done it. Well, I mean, what are you saying here? He got lucky on his his, his streak. Very, his very first, very ep- first one. He yeah. almost lost his first episode. Yep. Oh, he, he should almost- he should have lost his first episode. He went on to play to win what a hundred some odd games thereafter, but uh, seventy four. He lost on seventy fifth, which. He lost because he got the final Jeopardy wrong, which I'd never seen it. I got it right. I felt pretty fucking good. So your well, team... you may not like this too much, Harley, because Ken Jennings is the betting favorite to replace Trebek as the next Jeopardy host. So I don't, I don't mind it. Ken Jennings is very smart. He's very good. And you know what? I'd rather him than Jeopardy James. James, his his oh, his stick got old. No, Ken Jennings, you just got to think about this. Whatever they pay him, ABC pays him as a salary. You've got to remember 10% is going to that Mormon church. Hey, shout out Taysom Hill. I guess I'll go my best to ever do it. You go, you lead off Trebek. You got to go Trebek's foil on Saturday Night Live. You got to go Sean Connery. Iconic as James Bond, amongst other things. And, uh, you know, he he's not, not the most... Not the clip that has aged the best, but maybe we'll post it from the Twitter of him talking about sometimes you got to slap a bitch around to get her in line. So that that's a that's a classic interview. I think he had it with uh, Barbara Walters on Nightline or whatever the fuck ABC show she was on. Yeah, sometimes you got to smack them when they get out of line. So, you know, uh, Sean Connery, one of the best to ever do it. I'm not a huge James Bond guy, but a lot of people liked him as James Bond, even though I think he was Scottish, so... Shout out to him. Giving Trebek hell. I always enjoyed uh, Entrapment just because Catherine Zeta-Jones in that black leotard going under the lasers. Something about that when I was a kid just hit differently. And then you would hit differently. There's a reason. No, I hit about the same. There's a reason why Michael Douglas got (laughs) cans for me in that box. So we'll just leave it at that. That's impressive. So one of the that's one of the funnier headlines you'll ever see. But was it throat cancer or whatever he got? Yeah, he claims he, he claims he got got uh, HPV. Yeah. What's HPV? Human papilloma virus or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought this was a WAP type reference where it stood for something. I, I, I no. It do, it does stand for something. Human papilloma virus. Got him, Joe. Do you have a uh, best to ever do it? Uh, kind of. Just a friendly reminder for all you people, Netflix subscribers out there, the best to ever do it, Jeff Probst. They added two of the great seasons of Survivor to Netflix for your rewatching pleasure. Heroes versus Villains, Boston Rob, Russell Hands, Poverty. Great season. Hitting the rewatch right now. That's got Coach, uh, too, right? Coach is on it. Love Jerry, Coach. Rupert. It's a great season. All right, Joe, uh, just to remind the, the viewers here, best to ever do it is uh dead people yeah a celebrity or somebody who has died since the oh. last podcast so who on survivor has died uh rudy <laughs> navy seal veteran season one rudy the Best fact to that, ever do it the fact that you pulled that out joe and are correct about that and it was a recent death that's impressive that shows your podcasting skills good thing they had you on that gamer pod how'd that do by the way i don't know how are you, you enjoying to the- it? So it got one more view than it normally would. How are you uh, enjoying the PS5, Joe? 
I Nobody cares about your PS5 playing habits. Not been able to track one down yet. Oh, damn. You didn't even get one? Nope. You call yourself a fucking gamer. Oh, speaking of calling yourself a fucking man. Hey, Joe, I'm going to turn the camera around so you can kind of see this. But uh, it's starting to look a little too much like Christmas. Da 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 da. What oh. a fucking man call. You know, hey. we're recording this on what? November 18th? It's been up for at least and two weeks already. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> hey, what do you want me to do about it, Joe? Happy wife, happy life. A, a Veterans Day tradition, putting up the Christmas tree. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> for our fallen soldiers. Did you now, Joe? Where are you on on just wishing random people a happy Veterans Day? Because uh, he who will not be named in a group text was trying to brag about how he's connected to these veterans, and he's mentioning dead people. Like he's like, yeah, I, you know, I thanked so and so, and so I was like, this person's dead. Like, were you just bragging about? That was the ultimate stolen valor, in my opinion. Now I work with a veteran. Um, but he was definitely fishing for me to wish him a thank you for your service or happy Veterans Day. But I, I abstained. What, what about you, Joe? What do you fall on this? Yeah, I, I think Veterans Day is really if Veterans Day really hits home for people if you have a family member that served. Otherwise, it's just thanks for the day off. Wait, you get the day you off know? for Veterans Day? Joe's got twelve weeks paid vacation, and he even shove anything out of his vagina. So, <laughs> yeah, that's a government holiday. Fucking government workers. While the, while the high school band members are passing out on the football field, I'm sitting at home watching Netflix. One of the greatest loogies to ever. Was that the loogie? Is that when you hit Melly Brown in the back? No, last I think name. that was a pep rally. I don't know. That that <laughs> that wasn't on purpose. That was a ricochet shot. The magic loogie. The wind took that one. Yeah. I it, mean, do you want to? I mean, you alluded to it. We might as well just mention it off. Finish off this tangent. We were at a. We were definitely had a Veterans Day. They put us in the hot Louisiana sun. Yes, it's hot here in fucking November. And I didn't. I learned this. I've never seen it really happen before, and it's never even come close to happening to me. So it makes me kind of question. Uh, Are you about to say I, you've never passed out? Because I believe you talked about you passing out on a podcast recently. Not the reason why, though. The yeah. reason why these ROTC kids, R-O-T-C, were passing out because apparently they were standing knock-kneed or, or had their legs locked, and apparently that makes people pass out. I mean, it happened to, like, four kids that day, so, yeah, apparently it does. Right, and that was the excuse, and I've never heard of that before that but apparently that's a a valid excuse when i pass out it's because i'm fucked up <laughs> there's a reason you're there. on a bike and uh using coffee and edibles and whatever else was going on i just smoked there was no edibles but yeah <laughs> so i don't i don't really think veterans day is uh something that i, I really go out of my way to do anything I, I got some like family members that served in in shit in the marines I know at least one f- kind of a Marine, uh, but I, I think once uh, one of our buddies is trying to solicit us to tell him, how, tell him thank you for his service when he's driving a forklift the whole time, yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not giving him a shout-out just yet. Hey, uh, go ahead, Joe. He's not 
a veteran. He's still an active duty member. Yeah, that was the question we also asked him is how many years do you have to be in to be called the veteran? Kind of like when I asked music superstar producer, how long does a song have to be out for it to be considered classic rock? Like, is Alien Ant Farm class considered classic rock since it came out, you know, 15 <laughs> years ago? How long do you have to serve in the military? Well, first of and all, can you smooth, be active? Cr- smooth Criminal was a cover of Michael Jackson's song. So can it be classic rock when it is a cover song of a classic pop song? Oh, yeah, definitely. That's levels, Jerry. Yeah, I mean, hey, you know, Jimi Hendrix, All Along the Watchtower, is originally a Bob Dylan song, but Jimmy did it better. So so you're saying Alien Ant Farm did it better than Michael Jackson? I'm kind of th- I, unpopular opinion, but yeah, have you ever seen the smooth criminal like Michael Jackson video? It's fucking weird, and it's like 15 minutes long. No, I, but I, I have listened to Alien Ant Farm. And that one, that one slaps. Now, if you guys are going to go back and revisit this song, uh, and please watch the music video, check out the bass player high pitch mimicking the words to the song. He is really hamming it up, and he is a portly fellow. Good comedy there. I saw Alien Ant Farm live uh, back in college. <laughs> was that a part of a 311 Day show, Joe? Yeah, actually, they opened for him at one of the concerts. The bass player looks exactly looked exactly like Matt Ludon. No last names. <laughs> if you remember him. Since we have Joe on the pod, are you just saying fuck Joe because Joe is Thanksgiving? He doesn't have dishes to do. It's on his birthday this year, and you no respect for Thanksgiving. Just blatant Christmas guy. I mean, we don't have any Thanksgiving direction. Uh, di- directions, uh, decorations. We don't have any Thanksgiving decorations. Put turkey decorations. in the oven. Wait six hours. I mean, normally do that at my parents' house. So, do you cook for Thanksgiving dinner, Al? Absolutely not. Why would I ever cook? We got. Do you uh, bring a side dish? Do you bring a pie, or do you just bring the vodka? Well, he brings cream pie. Yeah, that, Boom, that's roasting. basically what we bring. No, nah, don't. Re- <laughs> no, my job at Thanksgiving is to basically clean the dishes after everything has has been eaten. So that that's I cannot relate to that. That's generally my duty because you got people who cook in the family. My mom always makes the turkey. You know, you have certain people with and. And my Thanksgiving isn't isn't that many people, so like all the food doesn't get eaten. So bringing another side dish that's gonna get a quarter of it eaten, it's just it would just be overkill and kind of a waste of time. So I'll I'll leave that up to professionals. Yeah, it may look bad on me, but yeah, bring the wine or or bring something like that and and uh, clean the dishes. That's that's generally what I uh, do for Thanksgiving. Joe, since you just had a, a baby girl. And you got soda, probably not responsible enough to clean a dish, let alone make a pick in the last couple of weeks. Uh, what's your dishes situation going to be on Thanksgiving? Plus we pandemic. Are outs- we are outsourcing uh, Thanksgiving this year. We got a little restaurant we like to go to. They do some home cooking. They're doing half turkeys. So we're getting a half smoked turkey and a couple pans of sides. And uh, my beloved wife is getting me a cheesecake from a local chocolatier is it from cheesecake factory no yeah boom no it's from the hot chocolatier shout out to the hot chocolatier (laughs) that sounds like a a stripper name what what is a hot chocolatier (laughs) i don't know it sounds like a like a kind of a fruity hot chocolate stand for for 
Like a like a uh, you know how they have a kids lemonade stand? It sounds like a kids hot cocoa stand, no. and, they, and they fucked up naming it like hot chocolatier, like a volunteer. See, but I, I'm thinking hot chocolatiers like what Tobias ends up dancing with in uh, Arrested Development. Like I can see Tobias as a hot chocolatier. What do you mean dances with? Like I'm just saying, like I see Tobias joining a group in like. Season nine of Arrested Development as a hot chocolatier. Yeah, it's a, that's a bad name. <laughs> Located directly next door to Chattanooga Whiskey. <laughs> Been around since 1819. Wait, what about Prohibition, Joe? Uh, I think they were just aging at that time. Joe Facts, I don't know. <laughs> the bottle, their first whiskey is 1819, so... Apparently, they had medicinal uh, booze back in back in prohibition days, like you have medicinal weed now. So they may have they may have had a loophole to go through. So at the beginning of the pod, I guess we were talking about, you know, Joe's got the new baby. Uh, now, Joe, do you want to say the name on the pod? No last names, obviously. Harley, we have Soda as Joe's first child's name. You know, we came up with that. Joe, do you? I, you can give us the baby's real name, but me and Harley, I think we got to brainstorm and come up with a nickname for your second born here. Sure. Little baby girl, and her name is Abigail Quinn. You may have seen the announcement video. Shout out to Bruce Buffer. I don't know why you just didn't use that for a Soda's Picks video. I mean, that was a minute 45 of gold. Yeah, that was that was separate. She gets her own. She doesn't need to be muddled in with uh, Soda's videos that only anywhere between 45 and 2,000 views, <laughs> depending on how much ass he shows. <laughs> so so uh, I heard uh, Soda got – did he get hurt or injured a few weeks ago filming a, a, soda, po- a soda video? I wasn't filming a Soda video. It was – Due to ease, <laughs> that was I, just, I, would just have him, I would just have him shower with me just to make it easy. He got We got a tile tub or a tile shower. Are y'all wearing shower kind of, shorts or is this all got, natural? No, 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 no. We're family men. It's got it like a, a seat shelf in it, you know, but it's tiled too. So dude's walk. He's just playing around, dancing around, whatever. And he slips, hits his mouth. On the corner of the tile shelf, Ugh. right? Bottom teeth go through the inside of his lip. Top teeth go into the outside of his lip. Blood everywhere. Blood straight everywhere. We and, had a drain. I mean, we, we soaked towels trying to, because we got him out of there. Didn't need stitches. We, just, we didn't take him. We just put liquid Band-Aid on it. So it's basically super glued it shut. He's going to have a little bit of a scar there, but... Chicks dig scars. Glory lasts forever. Damn. How'd you get that? Well, me and my dad were naked in the bathtub. (laughs) And he bumped me with his, "Mm, you know what? And I took a mouthful of porcelain. (laughs) I had to uh, make sure he didn't bite through his lip because it was on the inside and the outside. I thought he bit clean through his lip. Damn. Yeah, that's. Uh, I saw the picture, and that, I think that's what Amber said. Like, did he bite through his lip? But no, it was it was different levels. It was the top teeth and the bottom teeth hit a different part. But he chipped both front teeth a little bit too. Those are just baby teeth, though, right? Yeah, they're baby teeth. He's fine. Yeah, and he still made his picks. Football guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I guess 
I mean, we've talked about this on the pod numerous times, but you're definitely go. Uh, it looks like you're definitely following the Adam Carolla school of uh, show your kid your hog early so they think it's huge. So congrats <laughs> on that. Well, I, I got to get it. You got to do it one last time to imprint so we can uh, tell everyone how big it is. Because now I think he's going to bats, and I think he's becoming very aware of nudity now. So it, we're, I think we're moving away from it. Of so, course, at that moment, we have a new baby, and it's like National Geographic out here with the wife and no shirts, no bras, <laughs> no nothing all the time, just straight feeding. Well, Joe, uh, his mouth isn't the only thing that's scarred for life now. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> now, we got off track here. The new baby's name, Abigail Quinn. Harley, have you been brainstorming nicknames for this baby? I I, I kind of forgot what I was thinking. I was starting brain norm, uh, storming. <laughs> brain Norman. <laughs> brain Norman. Th- things for uh, Dan's uh, new baby girl. And I kind of kind of left Joe's out. Joe kind of got cucked by Dan because Dan has an over-the-top story of his new newborn. So, uh, girl dad twice over uh, Daniel's son. Uh, doing big things in the world as well. So what well, you got? Well, I I was thinking about this, you know, a couple of weeks ago when she was born. You, you got the middle name Quinn. So naturally, start thinking, what's in the zeitgeist? Oh, Harley Quinn. Let's let's nickname her Harley. In in no. in ode to the podcast, you got that little thing in there. No, I got a tidbit for that too. She had this thing when she was born. It's sort of a neurological immaturity they told us in the hospital half her body all the way down straight down one half would get red when she was eating and it's called harlequin syndrome boom that's good i was i thought you were gonna say she's got a fucked up tongue no (laughs) that's that's pretty good that's pretty good uh my second one that i kind of came up with deuce She's the second born. Nicknaming a girl Deuce is kind of funny. Poo joke. You got Deuce Gruden there. Uh, not great, but it's got some potential. But after this Harley Quinn syndrome thing, yeah. I mean, that's kind of. Joe, I like. I didn't want the kid to even be closely associated with me because, I, I, you know, I love kids so much. I wouldn't ever want them to. You know, not live up to expectations. But the way Joe just described, that seems like pretty natural. I'm surprised her name wasn't just Harley. I mean, after that, you should just lose your abs and go with the bike. And Harley's not going to so have she, kids, so you should have named it the sixth. Carry on the lineage. Harley Jr.? She, yeah, Joe's kid, Harley Ernesto. Salty town. No. So would that just make her six? Soda and six? Boom. Oh. Boom. That, now we're talking, Joe. <laughs> Now we're fucking talking. Harley, a.k.a. Six. Soda and Six. Boom. Now, don't say sex. Or don't <laughs> let Craig know Six, because Craig will have some flashbacks on the Sports Center, the Six. Craig did not like that show. Don't put the blame on me. Rest in peace, the Six. Not one of the best to ever do it. Damn. So... No, and Harley, you wouldn't go Ernesto. You would go shout Skip Bayless, Ernestine. (laughs) (laughs) So, hey, uh, Joe, I heard, and we've seen a lot from our buddy Dirt, 
out in the woods catching some deer. I heard it's deer season. I don't know if you, I don't know if you catch deer, Harley. You killed deer. Well, he caught it with a bow and arrow. Shot it with a bow and arrow. Joe caught a deer it. for a second. I think he got up and walked away, right? Oh, yeah. Let's get into that story. Yeah. So we get home from the hospital on a baby's born on a Thursday. We get home. We bring her home on a Monday. That Wednesday, we're trying to get back into our groove, getting back into a routine. Man, that's, Wednesday, that's, congrats so that, on the sex, Joe. <laughs> when, <laughs> on Wednesdays, we take soda to swimming lessons, right? So starting to get dark a little early around here, starting to get a little chilly out here. On our way home, I got soda in the backseat of my truck. He's just sitting there watching videos on YouTube on my phone. And I'm just driving, trying to stay awake, tired. Baby's home for two nights. Joe giving his giving his uh, YouTube channel views. That's how his Ford truck repairs are getting so hot. So he's <laughs> watching from the back seat. And, and I'm driving home, and they say most accidents happen, you know, less than a mile from your house. I'm driving straight down a four-lane road with the median, so you want to call it a five-lane road. There's houses on one side and a golf course on the other, and there's a deer straight in front of me. I'm just driving. I smashed straight into it. I did not clip it on either side. I hit it straight on. It Head was on. a big buck. I didn't have I saw it. I saw it coming. I knew I was gonna hit it. I didn't have time to do anything. Uh so I I hit it. My airbag goes off, the truck gets disabled, and I'm right after a blind turn. So you know, I'm I'm freaked out because the airbag went off. And that was that was just shocking. He's, I look in the back. So does he looks up. And he goes, "What happened?" So he didn't. I mean, the truck didn't jerk at all. So he didn't. No one got whiplash or anything. He didn't even know what happened. But then he kept asking, "What happened to your driver? What happened to your driver?" Because the airbag was out. And then I look around. The fucking deer's gone. <laughs> the thing just got up and ran away to die somewhere else. Um, and then I'm freaking out because I'm trying to get the truck out of the blind curve i'm afraid someone's gonna just plow into the back of me i'm able to start it back up and drive you know another half a mile into the parking lot of a grocery store that's right around the corner from my house called the police a couple days later got the estimates ninety eight hundred dollars in damage total my truck great day great time now did your nose pop the airbag joe it didn't hit. I'll tell you what. Have you ever been in a car when an airbag goes off? No, but I've heard it like breaks people's nose and and blackens their eyes and stuff. So I've heard it. They they pack a punch. It only came out about a foot off the steering wheel. So you know about that far out in front of me. <laughs> but there was no. Yeah, my nose, right? No, but it there was. I had. I guess there wasn't enough force to really jerk me forward. So. It hurt my hands. I was holding the wheel, and when it popped out, it burned my hands on the inside of my thumbs and wrist. That's why I didn't jerk. Joe had a hard ten and two posture, and that's and that's the second podcast in a row with Joe where he got his hands burned. How did it get burned? Well, that one wasn't nearly as bad as the uh, Gronk spike of a steak. Yeah, did the Gronk spike was that fully healed? Before this burn, or you got a real oh, yeah. residual? It's, it's all good. I don't even remember which hand. No, it was on this hand. It's all good. But so yeah, I was I was kind of in the looking for a new truck anyway because I needed something with a bigger cab for the two car seats. 
So this was kind of a blessing, but definitely not how I wanted to spend money getting a new truck. Well, sources say no deer found. Joe's truck found on road dead. Upgraded was not really what he's looking for, but it's kind of a blessing now. You got 12 weeks paid vacation, Joe. I mean, that's that's easy. Easily can put that towards a truck. And that's so, right. Since Joe bought a truck and purchased another Ford product, Craig has not been seen on any social media. Trump losing the election was one thing, but this, you know, this Ford purchase is maybe a bridge too far. You may have put him over the edge. That or the eight eggs he eats at Waffle House every night after a, a, his first dinner of wings. Who, who knows? Who's to I say? Wanna, I want to know what's going on with Craig's eye. Is he getting the Don Vito eye where he only is able to open one eye at a time? I'm, yeah, that's the big black. You know, rest in peace. One of the big best black, to ever do big it. Black, big black right, from, from uh, Don Vito had fucked up eyes too. Yeah, from Robin Big. I think his name was Christopher Boykin. You can fact check me on that. But he yeah. he died young. He had the uh, he had the eye. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's a, a precursor to uh, to early death, but yeah, uh, not not looking great. Yeah. So, Joe, one of the the questions you ask is, were you a truck guy? And a truck guy is really just a state of mind. And I would have to say, you not being able to go away from a truck means you're probably more of a truck guy than you ever thought of, thought you were. Well, I appreciate that. I I, I drove a few. I uh, I I'm, I don't need a four wheel drive. I didn't get a four wheel drive. I don't I don't need a truck for much except uh, you know trimming some uh, branches off some trees and bushes and Christmas trees that I get real ones because I'm a real man, Al. And uh, have fun cleaning yeah. those needles, buddy. Well, that's what your wife does. Woman's work. Boom, got She's him. Taking care of a baby. Oh, so I'm I'm happy with my purchase. It may have sent Craig into He's uh, now. into hiding. What did uh, what what kind of truck did you get, Joe? I got a 2019 Ford F150 XLT four door EcoBoost. EcoBoost for sure. <laughs> For sure, it was a certified pre-owned, twelve thousand miles on it. What? What? I'm the, happy with the purchase. You you looked very happy. You almost look. You had a big shit-eating grin. I almost missed the brassiers that aren't behind you in the uh, closet today. Well, as I said, breastfeeding around here, we don't need a lot of bras anymore. Good point. When you're on vacation for twelve weeks, why even put clothes on? Now, Joe, why'd you go with the white truck? Was that just best available, or are you, you trying to do a little virtue signaling there? In in the used market, in the pre-owned market, you take what you get. You don't get a lot of uh, you don't get a lot of opportunities to select color. Have you thought about you know making a little extra money now? You got two kids, college or plumbing school to pay for. Who's to say? Uh, you know. Have you ever looked into getting your car wrapped with a, you know, an ad there so you, you get a little money each month driving around town, showing off, you know, the, the chocolatier, you know, put a little cheesecake <laughs> on the side of your car? Don't Aren't those things scams? Don't they make you pay, like, the first – you have to pay eight months of it or, you know, whatever you, whatever you cost, it takes you eight months to get it back before you uh... – I mean, that doesn't sound like a scam. It just sounds like an investment. Okay. In this economy? 
Well, uh, I wouldn't do that to get Sherry's berries wrapped around my truck or whatever you want it to be. I don't know. I mean, Joe, you wouldn't have a talking small truck podcast wrap on your truck? You guys going to pay me for it? I'll pay you for it. I'd rather see him with a Gonzo uh, <laughs> wrap, a little Muppets action. Uh, now that I could get down on that. Yeah, I got, I'll get down on that. Yeah, I'm always interested by those uh, car wraps there. Why you want to get the uh, old Camry wrap so he doesn't have that brazier, uh, brazier weird tent in the front anymore? It's 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 uh it's looking rough. I may be looking to get a Subaru soon. We'll see. Last person was oh god got a Subaru. We haven't been out of the contact for like six days. Claiming he's a truck guy. Hey Craig, a truck guy. The main thing is you own the truck, not one you just conveniently drive for work. <laughs> a a truck guy move is not snapping them in a truck. A truck guy's been there before. I mean, I'm just you know you guys can correct me if you're wrong since you're truck guys, but that just seems like a, a wannabe truck guy move. I know because I've done it myself. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, so we have a, a, another baby on the front here. Is uh, you know Dan had a baby. Me and Harley are brainstorming names for that too. I thought we came up with some good ones, and I actually kind of low key, not low key, but I kind of guessed the uh, the middle name of the baby it was that was in one of my suggestions was naming it. Lou Wheeze after Lou Holt, you know, little ND Irish, uh, Notre Dame fighting Irish uh, reference there because Dan had his prize daughter on the day Notre Dame was playing Boston College. Covered that spread. So uh, I think Dan ended up going with Ann and Wheeze. Yeah. No last names. Annie Lou. Abby Quinn and well Harley Quinn and Annie Lou. I thought uh, Brandy Quinn was great. Thank I you. I thought that was a great suggestion. Thank you, Joe. Why, why, why Brandy Quinn? Brandy Chastain. You Bra- got on the. He's uh, teaching Claire his okay, first daughter uh, how to how to play soccer. So you you went you know Mia Ham as the middle name, and then I go let's combine women's soccer. And Notre Dame football with Brandy Quinn, you know, a little Brady Quinn pun. Now I'm done. <laughs> okay, so that's what I thought it was. I thought it was a Brady Quinn pun, but with a woman's name. I didn't realize it was Brandy Chastain. Shout out to the original woman to go sports brawl on TV. Speaking of bras, great segue, Harley. Yeah, so uh, now now Joe and Dan uh, are both girl dads. And then we also, on the baby front, we'll get off of this soon, but uh, former podcast guest Grant, he's having a girl, and then former podcast guest Backroom Bob, he's having a boy. Now, oh front, shit, Bob's having a baby. Front runner for Bob's baby's name is Muhammad, so <laughs> don't take that one. Uh, we won't say last names. We won't say last names in this pod, but it's a great alliteration. The boys in the group text love the name. Uh, you know, Bob has said the name uh, many a time had, you know, Craig and Bob have had many a Uber driver named Mohammed. So, 
Uh, Kruski has also floated the middle name Shawarma. We'll see if that sticks or not. <laughs> but uh, yeah, be, be on the lookout for that. Babies, babies everywhere. So uh, that and that that'll wrap up the baby segment there. Well, I got actually. I'll continue on. I got a, <laughs> I got a couple things for you. But one thing, baby, is uh, I just ripped off number two. Right? Got a boy, got a girl. We've had some stressful pregnancies, so I'm done. Right? Friday, I've got a consultation with a urologist. So you're fucking this up. You're fucking up right now. You already have 12 weeks paid vacation. Well, Don't do it d- now. Yeah, are you getting this on the tail end? Are you going to milk 12 weeks into more? This is the consultation, A. The milk's going to not be there. scalpel-less, so it's sort of like uh, whatever they do. It's, uh, it's a weekend. It's not even a long recovery anymore. But... Your boy's getting getting neutered here. Did he just? Did Joe just admit on the podcast break news that he's getting a chemical castration consultation? <laughs> no, no, they don't do a scalpel. They do a laser incision and then they go in there with the robot arms. Do you realize that lasers next to my fucking boys is just not something I think is ever going to be fun? Well, you know what? I don't care what the what they do because I want them to not work anymore. I'm done. Well, if your balls don't work, does your uh, does your Johnson work? Pretty sure that's your prostate that controls your uh, your boner machine. So, Joe, you got an active prostate. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, you're not going to uh, you're not going to wait until like everybody else and do it during March Madness, so you can just sit at home and watch the games. No, I'm I'm getting it done. I, I want to be I want to be done because. He wants to have sex. He's already on, having uh, sex. He, he kept back home immediately. Right. Got to that got, routine. Got quote unquote back into the groove. That's right. I don't want to be wearing rubbers anymore when I'm um, <laughs> able to get back into the game. Vader's got his groove back. <laughs> Joe, Joe just basically said the doctors are going to force choke his balls. <laughs> Joe, um, you know, everyone acts like it's no big deal. They always say snip, snip, blah, blah, blah. There's a podcast or, or maybe something I read. It says they actually, before they do like the laser, laser procedure, they take a syringe and stick it straight into like right into your nut. And just the visual of that is enough to send shivers down my spine. Well, see, I haven't even had the consultation yet, so I had not heard that. That does not sound pleasurable. I don't know if that's true or not. You can ask him. Say, hey, I heard this on the Talking Small podcast. True or false? <laughs> yeah, yeah, live pod your uh, consultation. Surely that's uh, after the local anesthetic, though. So hopefully you won't be feeling it. That may be the local anesthetic. Well, you got you to underst- understand, Joe. Al's so deathly afraid of using rubbers that he could just concocted this whole scheme of this being a bad thing just because he's got such fear – of rubber. Oh. I didn't make that up. Well, they're not they're not fun. Well, Joe, they're if you want good. if you want to have us be your consultation consultation, bring us in the room like Zoom call like you're doing with now with Harley, you know, let us talk to the doctors with you, talk you through this process. I mean, that that may not be bad. As, as a podcast, yeah. how long is his voice not going to be the same? Right. I also thought of that like, hey, viewers, Listen to that voice now, because it's going to get a lot higher pitched. I'm going to call in and say I, I need a different or I need a second opinion from Doctor Streaker. Hold on one second. 
Shout out to Xbox Live. Joe also doesn't have the new Xbox. Uh, Joe's going to say, oh, doctor, wait up. I need a vast difference of opinion here. <laughs> Boom, <laughs> Streaker. Damn. I, I, I got another question for you, Al, specifically. Oh, Jesus. Al, Harley, feel free to tune out. This is father talk. No, right. I'm just going to hit pause on the recording right now. No, 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 no. This is Leo is almost a year and a half old now, right? Yeah. What is your what you have deemed your biggest accomplishment of like things you've taught him or let him do things like that? I'll give you a second to think about it because I can explain mine. I am incredibly proud that soda has never gotten, you know, everyone wants to reduce their kids screen time. No one wants to just pop on in front of the TV, but it, you're gonna, it's going to happen. I am incredibly proud that soda does not watch any of that shit TV that's on whatever. I don't know. I don't even know what they are. The neighbors down the street watch something called blaze. Uh, he has a cousin that watches something called Vampirina. I have no idea what it is. Soda goes straight to the Avengers He's watching Spider-Man. He's watching X-Men. He went from nothing to PG-13. And that is something I am incredibly proud of as a father. What a curveball. I thought Joe was going to say he doesn't do it. I was about to say, hey, Joe, he was watching YouTube videos when you got in the wreck. But no, Joe just went. He's got he's got decent taste in movies already because he's not watching uh, he's not watching Masha and the Bear. Well, he's he's well, watching Hawkeye put no arrows into people. Taste in movies because he's my son. He's going to inherit my taste in movies, and that is, as we all know, uh, not great. I saw a but video. Hopefully, hopefully he's got some better dance moves because he inherited some atrocious dance moves. He's not going to be watching that shit Leo TV. Soda. He's going so, so. straight to straight to decent action. Since all he watches is Marvel, like Harley's saying, that snap you sent the other day, where do you learn how to twerk then if all he's watching is Marvel? I don't know. <laughs> we did we did play uh, WAP for him a couple times. So you went from your most proud accomplishment to your least? <laughs> to my biggest, yeah, my biggest shame. I don't know. I mean, I don't have anything like that, Joe. I mean, I'm not uh... – I don't. I don't know. It's it's weird having a kid during a pandemic. You can't say like, oh, he gets along well with other kids or anything like that because he hasn't really been around other kids. So it's hard to say there. I'll I'll have to take a rain check on that one. Yeah. Oh, we're hearing babies. I think Joe went to go get a baby and gave me a finger. I'm here. I'm I'm still here. <laughs> She's just crying. Joe's got his abs with him right now. Yeah. So, I finally, I so finally, Al, you don't have anything that you're proud of? I mean, that I can take responsibility for? I don't know. He's got swaggy outfits, but, you know, Amber buys that stuff. So Hey, hey, Craig, this is why Al, Al having a boy is such a problem. He hasn't taught him a thing yet. Man tips. He needs more man tips. Is he in daycare or is he staying at home? No, he's staying at home. He, he's the only thing I can say that I taught Soda, you know, he spe he's fluent in English. That's that's just crazy to watch happen. He just speaks a language that I don't think I taught him. But the only thing I know that I taught him is left and right. Everything else I, I'd say is 90% the school. Did you teach him how to, uh, when he come home, immediately take his shirt off and play video games like you did? No, but let me show you something. 
I've been at home. I'm in week three of uh, of uh, paternity leave. Sweatpants every day. I've been wearing sweatpants every day for the past three weeks. That's my fucking tax dollars at work right there. <laughs> so Joe's full of accomplishments so, today. So Joe, the daycares taught him ninety percent. You're ten percent of teaching them left and right, right? Yeah. No, Damn. I'm so fine. Haley's taught him nothing. Jesus, Joe, you're gonna be sleeping on the fucking couch tonight. No, I I taught him uh the left and right fully, but daycare is. Daycare does everything. They they got him on a sleep schedule. They taught him how to eat real foods. They got him drinking from a cup when we were still giving him bottles. They got everything. Damn. Government pays for daycare too, Al, especially during the pandemic. So state know. of Tennessee, yeah, they do. Damn. Joe's just stacking over there. No state income tax. No state income tax. Damn. And they just got mobile betting. Time to go to Tennessee, Al. That's right. Damn. If it wasn't up north and filled with a bunch of hicks, I would. Yeah, because Baton Rouge is the bastion of intellectual thought. It is. I mean, I went to LSU. Look at me. Speaking of looking at me, hey, Joe, did you get a good look at me on Halloween? I did. What was up with the unicorn? Unitard. So, I... um. One of my buddies that I work with had a gender reveal party. Speaking of babies, he's having a girl. Congrats. Um, so I went over to their gender reveal party, and his wife is like kind of like costumey, like she likes Halloween and shit. So I got told, yeah, if uh, you want to be in a costume, be in a costume. I was like, all right, well, I won't be the only asshole not in a costume. So I was looking around the house, and I, I've been working a lot, so I hadn't had time to go do anything. So I found this unicorn onesie that I guess was some left in my house. It was my wife's. I don't know what it was. Tried it on. Definitely fits a woman, not a man, because the crotch <laughs> definitely did not hang low. And uh, decided to slap that thing on and uh, go to the party and did not have a change of clothes. And got to the party and realized I was the only person in costume. <laughs> Nice. And he nice. was in a and he was in a rainbow unicorn onesie. A hoodie. woman's rainbow unicorn. <laughs> so <laughs> that would that remind me of what I was gonna say when Joe was like, "I've had a boy, I've had a girl." I was gonna go, "Oh, you're shooting for a transgender person, uh, baby." Next, right. wow, that's uh, off color. I might have to cut that. <laughs> so, so I'm sitting there and I'm like, "Well, fucking unicorn onesie." LSU's getting killed. I look like the fucking saddest unicorn you ever goddamn seen. And at one point I said, well, guys, I thought people were going to be in costume. It's the only reason I wore this. So I can't believe no one else came in costume. And this girl that I work with goes, well, I'm in costume. And that's when I felt really fucking shitty because I didn't realize she was in costume. Well, how bad was her costume? It was um, somebody from the Adams family. Um, Wednesday? Wednesday. Is that the one where it wears like a black dress with a white undershirt? I yeah. mean, they they all that's wear the, black. The Wednesday has yeah. like braids and it's pale. Okay, so anyway, she was evidently dressed up like that from the Adams family, and she goes, "What do you think? I just like wear these kind of clothes on the weekend." I was like, "Well, I mean, I, don't know I never you. thought about it, yeah. but I didn't realize it was a costume. I didn't w- want to just say, hey, you were in a costume when you weren't. <laughs> that seems worser than what I just did.' So." Uh, I wanted to know where you stand on that social faux pas, Joe. If you don't know somebody's in a costume, 
do you just admit that they are in costume or do you just call them out on it? It's not like the Wednesday Adams costume is that abnormal. Maybe she just, is she fat? No, she's not fat. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, maybe she just dresses very bland because it's just a black shirt and a white undershirt, like you said, a white collar or something like that. It's not like she's wearing a clown suit and you just ignored her. Yeah, and and like like she kind of made your point for her. Like, you don't know what the fuck she dresses like outside of work, so who's to, who's to say she might have a, a goth side like, you know, Craig, and you don't see it because she's in FRCs. Yeah, but I think it's one of those things where... You, she looked at what she was wearing. Is like you really think this is possible? <laughs> like this get up you think on Halloween is is a possible normal attire for me? You and just, the answer to that was I didn't know, so I defaulted that yes, it was. You should have just been like, oh, I didn't see the, uh, I didn't see what you were wearing. Sorry, oh, I'm, 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 I'm married. Exaggerating when I said everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm married. I don't. I don't. I don't see other women. I mean, you, you're not as dressed up as me. I'm in a rainbow unicorn onesie. So why do you think this I was in costume, asshole? Yeah. <laughs> I also had to explain that when they said, "Is it your wife's?" I said, "Yes," but there's no hole anywhere in it. I had to. I, I kind of threw that out there. I uh, didn't know if that's a, a, a appropriate joke, but just in case they thought it was a sex costume, I said, "There's no." holes anywhere in this thing what like a that's even weird or something that's even weirder that you just offered that <laughs> i was like what the fuck cut out the butthole in the unicorn costume. yeah what the fuck <laughs> i was like the butthole's still intact <laughs> just in case you thought it was a men's pleasure costume still intact picked that up at leather master in key west <laughs> shout out to leather master um so anyway uh i, I came over here and it's still in my costume. I was like, well, fuck it. I'm going to see Leo anyway. I'm going to be in a costume. Maybe he'll enjoy it. And everybody over here was in like... Uh, We're all vampires. Vampires, so... Anyway, that was cool. At least you fit in more. But the un- I-, I still think I look like a sad unicorn. Your mom snuck a picture of me. Hey, uh, Al, guess who they drafted? Pelican draft, Kira Lewis. Oh, surprise, it. surprise. Fucking Bama scum. All right, so anyway, sorry about that, Joe. You're good. Hey, Joe, I heard you uh, had one of our favorite segments, a Fuck That Dude of the Week. I do have a Fuck That Dude of the Week. This week, uh, the Fuck That Dude of the Week is more of a Fuck That Organization of the Week, and it goes out to DoorDash. <laughs> so we just had a baby, right? And everyone, we've set, someone of Haley's coworkers set up a meal train where everyone signs up to either bring us some food or something. He's already and, on the gravy train. Now he's on the meal train. <laughs> and a lot of people sign up for just to give us uh, some DoorDash gift cards. Very much appreciated. Thank you all if you're listening. But fuck DoorDash. We go, you know, it's a great service. Were we supposed to get Joe a gift? No, we don't want a gift. We don't want any of it, but people Sound do. Sound like you're soliciting a gift right no. now. So. You guys know how DoorDash works. Uber Eats, Grubhub, it's all the same. I, I live in the fucking through... country, Joe. I have no clue how these things work. Okay, so you log on to to dinner or to uh, DoorDash, and you you order food through their website at the restaurant, right? So they go pick it up. They they charge you a delivery fee, and then you tip the driver, right? Well, here's what they don't tell you. 
we tried to you can also you have the option to pick it up at the restaurant so like okay cool I'll, i'm driving home with soda from somewhere I'll, I'll stop by where we're getting it from and i'll just pick it up so you're the door dashing me, as the door dash delivery driver yourself yeah why don't you just call right, the place well, we got we got gift cards i like it well so i mean we it's, it's free it's free to him so we call them and they tell us Oh, why don't you just call us directly? To your point, and that would save you twenty percent. They upcharge the food twenty percent. They charge you a delivery fee, and then they expect you to tip the driver eighteen to twenty percent. Right? So they're getting you three ways to take your money. So you go, you order something, you get it's a thirty dollar meal. It comes out to like sixty six dollars. Sounds like DoorDash is the early adopter of Biden's tax plan. And here's what they did another time. They it's one of those things where. They just, there's no, re, there's really no recourse for if they fuck up your food. So we ordered Moe's one night, right? Got a couple burrito bowls and a kid's quesadilla for soda. And they brought back, it was, it was going to be two bags, right? They brought back, it was less than one pound of food. They brought back a bag of chips. That's all they brought us was a bag of chips. And we say, they look at me like, well, what do you want me to do? I said, I want you to go get my food. So they <laughs> never came back. Never came back. Hours later, never came back. DoorDash, fuck you. Did they charge you for that bag of chips? Well, we had to call them and do the uh, refund process yeah, to get I've, all our money back. Yeah, I've heard that. Uh, I've heard like the business breakdowns of like the DoorDash business model and all that. And yeah, they do some shady shit, like you're saying, like. Um, you know how you can Google, you know, Google a restaurant and then you click it thinking like you're on the Google page for it and you order something? Well, they've like created dummy pages or like hijacked that process. So like you you order through that, uh, you know, order through that service and you get upcharged like you're saying, Joe. So, yeah, 20 percent, 20 percent upcharge on the food. They charge you delivery fee. And then there's a flat rate, and then they add on depending on how far away you are, and then they expect you to tip the driver. Hey, Joe, I see your wife came in the background of the camera. I'm just going to have to say you are correct. It's really topless and braless at your house. She's wearing a bra right now. <laughs> he said I, we talked about how it's National Geographic around here lately. Oh, I put on. This is my finer clothing. Yeah, this is this is her this is her government leave finest. Yeah, you're you got your going out sweatpants on too, Joe. Y'all are match made in heaven. We didn't call anybody to get a refund. We hit a button on the app and it refunded. Yeah, but still, fuck them. <laughs> Haley coming in with the truth bomb, Joe. We have to go through the reset refund process and all this. And Haley's like, yeah, I pressed a button. Still bullshit. They brought us a bag of fucking chips. That's it. <laughs> I st- I maintain that they just ate the food and they're like, hey, our our reviews are good enough. We can take a one star. Yeah, we waited an hour because yeah, they were like, "Yeah, we'll get it. We'll come right back. We'll just go pick it up and be right back." Hour later, I'm like, "Fuck it, I'm going to Zaxby's." <laughs> no, can't go to Zaxby's, dude. Zaxby's is great. You're, it's a Joe. This is a Cane, Raising Cane's podcast. You can't well, fucking... this is not a Raising Cane's area code. Well, then you Clearly should abstain n- for the shit. Clearly not. You're fucking ordering Moe's. When you said Moe's, me and Harley both looked at each other and started I, cracking I up. Um, so speaking of uh, other celebrations that may get nixed, I heard uh, 
COVID has canceled Mardi Gras in Louisiana. So congrats on that, Al. No more Mardi Gras for for you this year. You won't get to go down and go to Ross's and have all that good time. He moved. Oh, well, okay. Fuck Portland. <laughs> Haley's got a callback for you really quick. I'm going to give her one of these. Uh, can you hear her? Yeah. Talk loud. We were talking about my truck, and I got to mention to her about you guys, and we were talking about truck guy and whatnot. And I, I mentioned to her that Craig is driving a Subaru. She laughed for like 10 minutes straight. Wait, he's really driving a Subaru? He hasn't really sent anything else in his car since he showed a Subaru. Like, think about it. He used to send snaps of him in his own car. We've only seen snaps of the Uber since the Subaru incident. (laughs) I didn't know he actually actually bought a Subaru. I I don't know if he bought one, but he sure acted like he bought one because he's yet to show the Jap crap. I don't know. That's what I was thought was funny when he was talking about, oh, when I get this raise, I'm going to get a truck. I was like, you take Ubers everywhere anyway. I don't even know why you have a vehicle. <laughs> so, so wait, was Haley going to say something? or She was just laughing oh, at Craig. Oh, she was just laughing at Craig? Yeah. Finally, somebody not taking yeah, Craig's la- side for once. <laughs> well, she used to be a Craig apologist. Those days are long gone. All those uh, snaps, uh, memories Al's been sending lately about Craig three years ago, they're just back when he was Craigie 250. Craigie 242. But uh, (laughs) Rocky Top was a great time. I can't believe that was like three years ago. That was three years ago, man. That fucking game with the rain sucked, though. I mean, it was. I I had. No, no, no. For the real men, it was a great time. You and Craig running into the freaking overpass or into the covering. Look, it, the the game, it was fine. It was it was memorable because it was a slot fest and we kicked the shit out of Tennessee. Afterwards, oh, the fucking- when we were soaking wet like a bunch of fucking momos walking around trying to get a ride back to the hotel, that was kind of a miserable hour that and was, a half. That was the absolute worst thing I've ever been through. <laughs> and I'm just now remembering Craig bitching because... Uh, because I had the, the poncho. I had the poncho because his dumbass <laughs> lost his, and he. Exp- I don't. I don't understand how I got guilted or whatever into giving up my poncho. This for is him. this is what happened. I had brought a poncho, I think, for myself. <laughs> Craig went and bought you and him one at Academy. We we went together. We went to okay. we went for breakfast at and we went to like Dick's or whatever, some outdoor place. Dicks. Picked up picked up ponchos together we both had him and he fucking lost his i thought he paid for him though no uh, okay never mind it doesn't it, matter at that, I, point. at that point i had a poncho and it was just funny that craig was guilting you into a poncho so <laughs> i was i was all about it but after it like somehow didn't we end up in a cab with some kind of people from brockton mass or yeah. something like that yeah and they uh that that was fuck that was fucking weird. But we were in a cab after about an hour. We had to walk so far from the stadium. Fucking terrible Uber town, fucking Knoxville. Go yeah. fuck yourself. Bad tailgate. Which is kind of weird because the college is in the middle of a city. Yeah, but the fucking Red Roof Inn was like forever away. One of the worst hotels I've ever stayed at. It was pretty bad. Uh, but yeah, I'm sure Craig it's better the now. Next I'm size sure, up poncho nowadays. I'm sure Ubers are better now, but. Whatever. Yeah, that was a... 
it doesn't seem that long ago. We ha- we also have some like pictures we took from that that have never seen the light of day. Like we did a little fucking fall photo shoot on some steps and had like the, the high <laughs> Jimmy Daddy. John's guy, you know, take pictures of us or something. I've never seen those. I don't know where those. No, are they at. were on Craig's phone. We'll oh, never see them. That explains it. Fucking Craig. Um. So Joe, part of the pandemic, one of the things that's really taken a hit has been cruises. But evidently, they had this sign-up sheet for uh, was it Carnival Cruise Lines where they got 100,000 people say they'll be the guinea pigs on a cruise. Joe, describe what you think one of the people that want to go on these Carnival Cruises for free, by the way, during a pandemic are like. I think Al already mentioned Adam Carolla. I think he calls uh, Carnival Cruise Line the Golden Corral of the Seas. <laughs> So, so I just imagine uh, it's like it's one of those things where I say what you expect a cruise to be like and what it's actually like. So it's like, you know, models sitting by the pool when it's really 52 fat people on one side of the pool, just in their one piece moo's and all this kind of stuff. And I know didn't they just have a cruise line that went out and it's already quarantined like one cruise went out and it's already quarantined I due to I a COVID that. case. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't surprise me. You have uh, I've seen college college towns and bars and whatever and, and there's certain places that they just don't give two shits about it. So it doesn't surprise me that 100,000 people signed up because there's like 2 million COVID cases in November. Yeah, but what, in the like United could you States. stereotype these people? Like you think they're Trump supporters? Is this a conspiracy to get all the Trump supporters? They signed the up same. for it. Like, what's the conspiracy about it? They're going to they're gonna round them all up on the cruise line and sink hey, the son of a bitch. I have no problem signing up for free shit. I don't care what it is. So you yeah, signed up for the cruise? I didn't sign up for it, but I don't fault people who are going to sign up for anything free. I'll tell you what I did sign up for. I signed up for Mars One when they were taking applicants about people who wanted to go uh, to Mars back in, like, 2011. How's that going? <laughs> Uh, clearly it's going very well. Was that when you were in summer school or right after you graduated? I was here. In 2011? Yeah. You definitely graduated in 2011. Ten. Mm. Mm. Ten. Summer. Mm. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, <laughs> ten. And Joe, on the six-year plan. Hey. Five. Five in summers. A bunch of summers. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, Joe, uh, your former roommate, Michael, uh, also a previous guest on the pod. Heard he's having a daughter. <laughs> Good one. Uh, he recently got a bike probably about four months ago or so. Uh, and I just now added him on the, I guess, tracking app like you can do run swim bike whatever i use it to when i ride my bike just to see how far i did and it's got some stats on it so chen got his bike i'm guessing sometime in august so august september october are you about to set a line it's about four months i'm just saying guess how many miles chen has you're you're only saying this because it's either low or high so I'm saying because it's Chen and Chen's build, it's probably not low because that's what you would expect. So I'm going to say 300 miles. Uh, and no, he's not going 100 miles a month. What does Chen's build have anything to do with bike miles? Well, if he got a bike and he didn't use it, that would kind of be par for the course. Yeah, I'm thinking he's probably got 
six well, it's on miles. A bike. 100 miles a month is nothing on a bike. I'm going si- for Chin when you're trying to raid, it is. You're going low. <laughs> I'm going I'm six. Going... Six. Six means he did like maybe one ride. I'm thinking he did rides. like two rides. Okay. All right. The answer, drum roll, please. 314 miles. I was Boom. fucking shocked. Price is right, bitch. He, he probably had, you know, 250 miles on me at least. I, I don't know if mine says how many miles I had, but I haven't ridden my bike in a while. But I, I did this past weekend and then added him and, and looked at that. It was 314. Holy shit. He hadn't had his bike that long. That's fucking crazy. And in classic Man. Chen response and text message, he goes, eh, turns out I like riding. Yeah. I was going to say, he goes, <laughs> yeah, okay. Classic Chen. I, felt, no I, saw, I read that text came through. I just started fucking laughing. Fucking Chen. No last names. <laughs> Michael. All right, so I'm out of segments Better here. Yet, no first names. No, for him definitely. Um. So Joe, you had a you had another segment, or is that it? I think that was it. All right, Al, you got anything else over there? I'm good. Thanks for coming with some segments, Joe. I did not prepare for this pod, so. Uh... Thanks for carrying us. Yeah, man. I'll uh, I'll call in for the live pod from the urologist on a uh, snip snip day. What what uh what what day is that? So I can clear well, my is, calendar. I'm not on three weeks of of three months of government gravy. This is the consultation, so I don't have anything scheduled for a procedure yet. But I think the procedure will be better than the consultation. I'll uh, I'll I'll live video the uh, uh, snip snip Tom Green style. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't want to. If only it's <laughs> if it's above the equator, I'll watch yeah, it. If you Joe, go below the equator, I'm out. Joe, you don't want to watch him shave my taint. Joe, have a. This is a. This could be a new like genre of, of YouTube video you're creating. Like you just film. <laughs> you you film your your face during surgery. Yeah, when you're getting the procedure done on you, so you, you can see the reaction. So like yeah. when the when the syringe goes into your nut, <laughs> I want to see the pain on your face. They probably won't like that if I do that. Joe walks in. He goes, "Sir, the pla- the nose plastic surgery award is that way." <laughs> Sir, the beaks go through that door. <laughs> so, uh, Joe, I think that's pretty interesting. I think it's kind of funny. If they say anything to you, just have a, a recorded message from Thompson saying that, uh, or I'm sorry, our lawyer uh, saying that uh, you're doing it to make sure there's no uh, malfeasance. <laughs> All right. I'm just setting up my malpractice suit. They'll, yeah. they'll love that. I mean, that has to happen. Like, the procedure isn't 100% effective, right? You probably, every once in a while, someone... Didn't that, ha- didn't that allegedly happen to Antonio Cromartie, who had, like, 30 no. kids? He got Dr. Snips- Cox. That's a Scrubs reference. And, yeah, it's, Dr. Cox got snipped on a couple different times. When did they say ribs? Never. They never say ribs. <laughs> and that was talking scrubs. <laughs> Speaking of scrubs, you guys watch any uh, Ted Lasso? We've been watching that at the house lately. I think it's from the creator of Scrubs, your boy Bill Lawrence. No, I have not watched it. J- J- Jason Sudeikis. Uh, oh, that's a soccer thing? Yeah. What's it on Amazon Prime? No, it's on Apple, right? I think it's on Apple, but we we have, you know, we, we have methods to get things. I got a ESPN Plus now. Shout out to me. <laughs> I can't use it because I'm in the fucking country with no internet. But Dave, I got it. 
You pay for a service so you can pay for fights? No, uh, no, that's not what this is. This is uh, with my uh, cellular company, shout out Verizon. With my plan, I get free Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN Plus, all of which don't fucking help me, but I got them. Don't don't send me a password. Download the podcast. I might I might just drop it in there one of these Ooh, times. Nice. <laughs> All right. Uh, sh- shall we open up this fortune cookie to end the pod here? We're talking about Chen. Now we're doing fucking fortune cookies. Lucky numbers. Didn't they already mess with our election enough? Sixteen thirty-one. All right, cool. Forty-two cool sixty-five. Billy football. Okay. Man who goes to bed with itchy butthole wakes up with stinky finger. <laughs> well, that's that's perfect for you because you go to bed with not showering, so your whole body's stinky, so it doesn't matter if you put in your What about butthole man who goes to bed with crusty undies? No, he, do, he, do, he walks around in crusty undies. <laughs> that was his thing. He used to just jerk off in his underwear and then walk around with them like it was like, y'all, hey, y'all do that? Y'all, y'all, y'all shower and stuff after that? It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> He's not acknowledging this at all. But, Joe, is it true? Probably. I didn't live with him, but probably. What do you expect me to do with softcore playing 24-7? Harley, Harley, this That's why he has so many pairs of shorts, Joe, so you can't see the crust. <laughs> uh. Shout out to me for not showering once at all this weekend. All right. Uh, the actual fortune is patience is one of the hardest virtues to mash, master. And the lucky numbers, 4, 43, 3, 32, 37, what kind six. of bullshit is that? They give it to you out of no, out of order. Well, they would it's normally like do a lottery that the, ticket. No, the Powerball was six at the end. If that's a Powerball numbers tonight, uh, t- it's too late to go buy your ticket. Right. Okay. Well, uh, I think that's uh, it for us over here on Talking Small Podcast NBA Draft Night 2020. Hey, Joe, thanks for joining us. I appreciate all your uh, hard work with these three months off. Is there any skill you're going to try to master other than, uh, you know, teaching your son right and left? Yeah, I'm going to try and get some sleep. Hopefully I can master that in the next three months. That's that's lofty goals, Joe. I know having kids is a, a you problem, not a me problem. So have fun with that. You're welcome. You're welcome for the future. Good luck on the snip snip. Or you're sorry for to the future. I'll, I'll live snap it. Yeah, I can't wait. Live snap the snip snip. Thank you for joining us on the Talking Small Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Fleet at Talking Small Pod. <laughs> We're also on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Podcast. I think I think we're on Spotify. Not sure about that. Check us out. Let us know if we're on Spotify. And uh, we're also Joe's favorite podcast that does not feature video games or the PS5. Occasionally. And we're out. Okay.